we scoured the web for everything we could find about Henry Ford and his revolutionary business techniques. And what we found will shock you. I'm Trey. And I'm Ben. We're going to be talking about how Henry Ford revolutionized the automobile industry through self-made business practices. The world grays around you as everything goes foggy. A smell you realize as motor oil creeps up your nostrils. Gasoline begins to tingle in your nose, and exhaust fumes cloud your vision. Sunlight glints off of polished chrome, and all around you you see the pop of bright pastel colors. A thrumming sensation pulses through you. As the engine hums and purrs, tires are squealing, and with the sound of rubber burning on hot asphalt, brakes grind to a halt and radios blare. You find yourself in the golden age of capitalism, the 1950s. Our question was. How did the assembly line and the founders of the auto industry change America? Henry Ford's invention of the assembly line, the $5 workday, and his other innovations helped the American automobile industry to improve the American economy. Henry Ford was an American industrialist and businessman, founder of the Ford Motor Company and the chief developer of the assembly line. Born in 1863 and passing in 1947, this hardworking American man contributed a great deal to society. His invention of the assembly line in 1913 led to mass production of his automobiles, which were known for being affordable and reliable. He invented the assembly line one year into his career due to his company not meeting quotas and struggling with a large demand of automobiles. Ford's production, which included the standardization and interchangeability of parts, made each vehicle produced easier to repair. Ford's $5 workday came in January of 1914, which more than doubled the ordinary worker's daily income increasing wages from $2.40 a day and adding an additional $2.60 to break even at $5 didn't come without sacrifice. It forced the skilled workers to be worthy of receiving the bonus, requiring appropriate habits and lifestyles outside of factory work. In the 1930s, one Ford Union activist told federal investigators, You see, the principle of the Ford plant is like making machines. Henry Ford attempts to standardize the machines, and so he does with labor. Henry Ford's business model and practices might have seemed a bit harsh at first, but his ultimate motive was to motivate his employees to work harder and therefore increase production through self-developed methods. The assembly line, if we want to talk about that, wasn't actually a single line. It really started with each individual component being manufactured separately and then coming together in a final phase of production. For example, a tire company would produce the tires, which would then be shipped to a Ford assembly plant, along with the transmission, car body, and the engine, with each component assembled beforehand. Having this preparation allowed the end product to be finished faster and more efficiently. This efficiency was exactly what Henry Ford was striving for each and every day. Specialization also played a huge factor in the assembly line. Oftentimes, one or more workers would be assigned a simple recurring task. This, ca- this task could vary from screwing on tires to putting on car doors to painting the body. John A. Fitch, a progressive-era journalist, weighs in on specialization shortly after the $5 workday was developed. 
sleep fine to see an automobile come through that door every 20 seconds. But you don't see them if your job is to start the nuts on the threads. You haven't the time. There are always more bolts to be capped. This quote means that the people working on their job were so specialized that they wouldn't even have to think about the end product. It actually gets to a point where you have to wonder if a task is too specialized to be worthy of being included in the process. Along with this, Henry Ford's manufacturing techniques and products evolved to the point of being worthy of its own name, a concept called Fordism. Fordism is based on mass production, with a product good enough to also be massively consumed. This ties back to the $5 workday, bringing a motivation for extra work, while also increasing production speed, helping to build the motor empire of Ford. Automobiles became so widely spread and convenient, the government was actually forced to step in and begin to make automobiles safer and offer better options for transportation. Under Dwight D. Eisenhower, the Federal Aid Highway Act was signed into law in 1956. This act authorized the construction of 41,000 miles of interstate highways across America, which would then become the largest public construction program of the era. While previous roads were scattered and loosely connected, Americans will now able to travel further and commute easier with these new interstates. This made it possible for the average American citizen to have a job in the country or another rural area and commute to a job in the city. This meant more and expanded job opportunities for American society. In conclusion, Henry Ford's business model and striving to do whatever he could to improve efficiency helped to revolutionize automation and production. Also, Eisenhower's Highway Act enabled the, the average American to work a city job while still, be able to, still being able to live in the suburbs. The new highways shortened the inner city gap, which enabled people to commute further distances and save precious time.